This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. The Islamic Jihad terror group is calling on militants to start a new intifada. During the first and second armed uprisings, thousands of people died in bus bombings and other acts of terror. It's not about peace. It's not about having a conversation. They do not want a Jewish state. Dove Heikend is the founder of Americans Against Antisemitism and a former New York State Assemblyman. He says the Israeli government has one responsibility. And that is to protect its citizens, number one, from terrorism. And that's what Israel will continue to do. The Palestinians are handing out chocolates and candy to people in, in the West Bank, in the cities of Ramallah. You murder children, we celebrate. That's the reality. Islamic Jihad, Israel will deal with them. So the voice you heard in that uh, video piece uh, was, in fact, Dove Hyken. Four decades as a great assemblyman in Brooklyn, Borough Park. And in my opinion, the best voice of the Jewish people today. He's on this show quite a bit. And uh, Dove will be the first to make a donation, I think, to kosher troops. I mean, if anybody could appreciate that, it's my friend Dove Hyken. Good morning, Dove. How are you, pal? Good morning, and uh, I am with you, and we'll make that donation uh, shortly. See, there you go. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, You know... You know, one of the most important things in this world for the Jewish people, and I think uh, for all good people in the world, is the concept of tzedakah, charity, giving, sharing. You know, God gives you whatever he gives you, share with other people. And this is a wonderful opportunity for Jew and non-Jew to be there, uh, you know, for the troops, uh, for the people who love this country. They have a uh, warehouse up by um, Monroe or Goshen, I don't know, one of those uh, spots 16,000 uh, square feet, and they'll be making these packages on Sunday to send to these troops. So it, um, it's a very, very big deal. So, Ava, congratulations. Kosher troops, congratulations. And that does bring us to the conversation uh, that you were having uh, on that Twitter piece there, where uh, unlike kosher troops, which is going to give packages to our soldiers for the good they do, some of these Palestinian children handing out candy because... They're killing Jews. And you talk about the quite the opposite, Dove Hyken. That is quite the opposite. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, you talk about a two-state solution. You talk about a Palestinian state, people out there, especially the Democratic Party. Uh, you know, I wish there could be peace. I mean, that would be the most amazing thing in the world. But in order to have peace, you need a partner. And if you look at the reality, every time there's a terrorist attack against Israel, children being murdered, children, uh, recently, you had a couple of cases where brothers, two brothers from a place called Remote, little kids waiting at a bus stop uh, who were killed, uh, two brothers driving in a car, you know, uh, murdered and, and others. And what happens? What's the reaction uh, with the Palestinians in the Palestinian areas? I mean, Sid, they hand out chocolates and sweets. Jeez. They celebrate. Mm. They dance. Now. What what kind of behavior is that? Who does that? Who behaves in such a fashion? Right. You, you know, you're fighting for your cause. Uh, okay, you're fighting for your cause. But murdered children deserve celebration. I mean, you, you see this. You you see it on video. No, I, I remember when they danced in the streets uh, in parts of Jersey City, Astoria, Queens, here in the United States after 9-11. I remember seeing that. And I tell you, uh, there's a guy named Bill Ritter. 
Very, very famous. He does Channel 7 News. You know who Bill Ritter is. Yes, sure. And I met him once. Uh, I had bad-mouthed him on the air, which is not like me. You know me, though. <laughs> and uh, we were given an award one year at a breakfast. Uh, we won the best morning show, and he got some Lifetime Achievement Award. And uh, he was very sweet when I met him in person. I even apologized. And we had a very nice morning together. But we had one discussion, which I'll never forget, and to this day, maybe never forgive him for, and he's one of those Jews. I don't you know the guy in that one thing. He's one of those Jews that is all for a two-state solution. Why? What have the Palestinians done to earn that? You tell me. Maybe I'm missing something. You're in Israel all the time. I'm not. What have they done to earn that? Why would Israel just give it up? Yeah, uh, just imagine if there was a Palestinian state with what's going on, the kind of terrorism. Uh, you know, if one looks at the map of the Middle East, of Israel and and, and uh, what we call uh, Judea and Samaria, others call the West Bank, you know, it isn't like, uh, okay, you're there, we're here, we got a distance separating us. Uh, it's all interwined with, the, you know, these territories. And uh, you're, you're right, you know, the, the worst enemy of the Palestinian people historically have been their leaders, Sid. Why are there still uh, Palestinian refugees 75 years since 1948? They're the, only the Palestinians are refugees for almost 100 years. Why were they not absorbed by all the uh, Arab nations of the Middle East, each and every Palestinian refugee uh, who fled uh, you know, uh, Israel at that time in 1948? Each one of them could be living in luxury, yep. but you know what? They have been used by their leaders. You know, uh, you know, we have UNRWA, uh, you know, United Nations Relief Work Organization. Uh, we spend billions and billions of dollars, okay, for Palestinian refugees. Other refugees after World War II, other refugees in different parts of the world were absorbed. You don't hear about any refugees except the Palestinians. It's because they are used as pawns. And unfortunately, I mean, you know, the terrorism continues and Israel needs to be strong. You know, it's not pleasant. When Israel goes into these areas, they're not going in there because they have nothing else to do. I'm talking about the Israeli Defense Forces. When they go after terrorists, you know, you don't wait for the terrorists to show up in Tel Aviv and Jerusalem uh, and, and then you kill them. You go after them where they're planning to murder Jews, and that's what Israel has done. But as you point out, a lot of these liberals, progressives, Jews included, you know, they have Rahmanis, Sid. You know, they have Rahmanis for the people committing the terrorism. <laughs> it makes no oh, by sense. The way, it's not, by the way, Sid, it's not terrorism. You know, when you, to them, there's no thing as a terrorist. They're freedom fighters. Right, right. You know, um, I was looking at the, the TV just now, and uh, the last three polls, Fox News poll, Donald Trump was up on Ron DeSantis about 23 points. Emerson poll last week, Donald Trump was up on Ron DeSantis 27 points. And today, the Knippiak poll came out. And once again, Donald Trump is hammering Ron DeSantis by about 15 points. And that's why, even though I love you to death and I, and I, I respect you as one of the smartest people I know, people like you, Peter King, Bo Deedle, who are going sideways on Trump now, 
This is one of the reasons why I double down on my Trump support. Because when I look at what's going on with the anti-Semitism in this country, with the issues in Israel, and I see a guy that moved the embassy to Jerusalem, I see a guy that got that, uh, the, the accord deal done. I see a guy that recognizes the Golan Heights as part of Israel. I see a guy that Bibi Netanyahu would run through a wall for. Yes, the Kanye dinner was very, very bad. Don't get me wrong. But in my lifetime, 55 years, no president, including Reagan, has been better to Israel than Trump. That's one of the reasons why he remains my guy. Uh, and, you know, I respect you for the way you feel, and I agree with you on everything that you said in terms of uh, the great things that he d- did in terms of the relationship with Israel. No, no question about it. I've said that in each and every interview I've ever done. But Trump is a problem. You know, we, you and I want to win. We want the Republicans to win in November. It's not about winning uh, you know, you know, uh, Trump doing the best among Republicans. It's winning in November, and I do not believe, and I'm talking about uh, 2024 November, I don't believe Trump can win. I mean, you got to look at the reality. 2018, Congress under Trump, we lost the Republican majority. 2020, Trump did lose, ladies and gentlemen, and it wasn't even close. He lost. He lost. And to, and. And just recently, you and I, we watched all these elections going on all over the country. Republicans were going to do great. And almost every major candidate that Trump supported lost, lost. And he will lose in 2024 if he's a candidate. I'm going to predict right now. And look, we've got a long way to go. And you and I will continue talking privately, publicly. Donald Trump will not be the candidate of the Republican Party ultimately. That's my prediction. And we'll see, you know, uh, you know, uh, we will see how it unfolds. And I just want to mention something most important. No bagels on Passover. <laughs> he doesn't know what hummus is, please. No <laughs> I mean, have you ever, have you ever had matzo? You can't send bagels to the <laughs> Have you ever had matzo in your whole life, Louis? Uh, I had it once or twice. You yes. had it once or twice. Okay. All right. No, no, we got to get him. We got to get him shmura matzo. That special, special matzo. Let me tell you something. Uh, uh, my, my rabbi knew who runs the um, the big uh, congregation in Boca Raton, I mean, the big one, you know, he would come to my yeah. house every Passover. Of course, the deal was I had to wrap the fill-in, which I'm not, uh, I don't do that every day, you know. So the deal was, if you wrap the fill-in today, I'm going to bring you Shmura Matzah. Uh, he's uh, the head of the Chabad. So every year he bought me Shmura Matzah, and I would go to the Chabad and wrap the fill-in. And by the way, when they celebrated the 13 years the anniversary of the Chabad in Boca. They made a quote-unquote bar mitzvah in Meisner Park, which I hosted for Rabbi New, and it was a big deal. But he brought me Shmura Matzah every year. I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Shmura Matzah is where it is at. Uh, you know, regular matzah, that's fine all year. But if you really want to enjoy, and, <laughs> and you know, it's it's rather expensive, Sid, as you know. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, it could be like twenty dollars, twenty five dollars, yeah. maybe yeah. even more. A pound. I know, pound. no, yeah. But it, but it's super, super special. So, uh, uh, shemur matzah is where it, it is, and bagels all year except on Passover. <laughs> you go, hey, dope hiking as always. That's a great appearance. Thank you for uh, stopping by love today you. and keep speaking. I love you too, buddy. Thank you so much, dope hey, hiking. And don't forget, make that donation to koshertroops.com and help those Israeli troops all over the world with Pesach less than a month away. 
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.